when I first read about the 8,101 genes and, and, uh, and, and I found the paper that you were referring to where they did that research, and then I downloaded the, all the genes, put it in a spreadsheet to make it searchable. And I, was re I read his book and I said, oh, I wonder if there's sirtuin genes in there. And of course there are. Of course there are. Yeah. And so, so you know, so his work at the, the um, it's the Harvard Longevity Institute, I think is the name of it, um, is to come up with a, a drug because they're funded by pharma um, sure. to, to, to initiate, act activate sirtuin genes which I think he calls them, they're like the EMS group, you know, within, you know, within this reparative regenerative process. Yeah. And they're going to um, um, help the, the telomeres, is one of it, and DNA repair. And so, so this drug they're trying to come up with, to me, like I, I actually signed up to sit down. They, he was having a free conference up at Harvard, and I was going to go to it. And I was ready to go. It was, it was, I think, May, April or May of 2020. And so I was ready to go. I had my flights ready to go. And then COVID hit. Pandemic. And then he canceled, canceled it. They canceled it. And so because I, I was just going to give him a one-page write-up and, and say, you know, you're trying to come up with a drug, but, you know, oxygen is the drug. And so they won't be interested, of course, because... There's no money in it, and no, you know, and it threatens their financial, their whole financial model. And so, so being a structural engineer that has been involved in patents most of my career, um, and and you know I've learned about you know the, the patent process and how you patent things, and and uh, you know it doesn't make somebody who is an inventor a genius. It just allows you to take something that's novel that hasn't been done before, and protect it for a period of time. Yeah. Um, I, I, I early, you know, early on, I recognized that um, oxygen, of course, that, you know, it's been around since the second day, okay, um, when, uh, when, you know, if you, if you read Genesis, you'll see that the atmosphere and, and clearly oxygen and pressure, mm -hmm. um, you know, came as a package, yeah. um, um, were, you know, were created here on Earth. And so that patent's long run out. So you're not gonna, you're not patenting this, okay? <laughs> well put. I've never heard it said that way, but that's right. So, so that expired a long time ago. Yeah. So, so, so that's where they glaze over. Oh, we can't, you know, we can't overcharge oh, for this. We can't overcharge oh, for this. That's you know. right. And then, and then, so, so then there's the, the, the process of of um, Coca-Cola, the Coca-Cola formula. And that is not telling anybody what you're doing and branding it. Yep. And so there are avenues for the industry to follow where they can overcharge if that's what they want to do. But, but I think, you know, one of the points that, that, that you touched on earlier is that, is that if, you, if you really understand the business plan and you're not giving away 45% of your business, you're, you're, you need to, you, the industry needs to understand that this needs to make money because mm -hmm. people need to live and you're going to attract higher. You have to have the business model to make this go. And you're yeah. going to attract higher talent if you can pay them more mm -hmm. and, and, and nobody's going to become a billionaire. You know, mm -hmm. one, of, one of the people in, in hyperbaric oxygen said to me once, um, if you want to make money in hyperbaric oxygen, start with a lot. Okay, and so, yeah. so, but but the bottom line is, is this doesn't move forward unless it's a viable business. And, exactly, and, and that's exactly what we have been saying, and that's what happened in two thousand seven. 
Yeah. You have to have the business model. In fact, we could even have a discussion on the, the folly of man and, and the scientific mentality, uh, especially as applied to American medicine. So I don't know if you remember or have ever seen Behringer Ingelheim, the big German chemical company. I don't know if they're still Behringer Ingelheim, but they used to put a chart out, a wall poster that was all the known chemical, biochemical reactions in, in man. And it, it went every, every biology and biochemistry, you know, life sciences lab had the Behringer Ingelheim chart on there. And it had all these known reactions. Now, it would cover, I don't know how many walls, because we've got 19,000 proteins that you know, are coded for in our DNA. Many of them are enzymes involved in all of these reactions. And our approach to disease is, well, we've got dysfunction with inflammation, and they're all connected. But we got dysfunction over here, we're, we're going to, that's the keystone problem. We're going to throw a dart at that and we're going to develop a, a single chemical that's going to interrupt that process and cure your chronic disease. It is such a joke. It's like this sirtuin one. How many genes do you think are involved with our longevity and all of the things get, that get activated under a hormetic stress? I mean, there are probably hundreds of genes, but they're going to find one that interacts with one gene product that's going to make us live longer? Well, and then, it's, a, and then when it's, they, it's a joke. It is such a joke. Well, and then when they promote it, it's going to talk about the side effects. Oh. And, it, and in, in the side effects, there will be inflammation. Of course. But then the side effects are only going to be... Consult your doctor. Right. It's like <laughs> chemotherapy. The last right. side, effect, side effect they mention is death. Yeah. It may kill you. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, I want to take that. And then put me so, on the list. You know, but so. anyways, the whole approach is just, uh, to me, is hilarious. But here we have a therapy that's affecting 8,101, and it's doing it differentially for the ones that are overactive and abnormal in the disease process. Well, and you, you also mentioned there that it could be more. And, and it's not, you know, that's right. Yeah, there could be more. And so and I believe there are more. And that's what we should be focused on. Yep. That's what the, the, the Harvard Longevity Institute should be focused on. Find the more. This was the basis, if you will, of that lecture I gave to A4M in 2004 about hyperbaric oxygen effects on longevity. Where is where is senescence and aging based? It's in our DNA. And what we have here is a therapy, and this is before Godman, four years before. But see, there were a series of articles showing that individually, and, and we are repairing wounds. You have to be turning on genes to, to grow new tissue. You have to stimulate the cell to multiply and divide. You gotta go through the nucleus. And so my argument was an indirect one based on clinical results plus there were about up through 2004 from 94 to about 2004 there were 10 or 15 articles where they had targeted an individual gene product with hyperbaric oxygen showed that in you know exposure to it it was produced that's unclearly clearly acting on the dna so there was there was a lecture that you did and i want to say it was to medical students maybe it was at Oxygen it. pressure and gene therapy, maybe? Well, it, That's it, one of them. it was really poorly recorded, and it's on the internet. Oh. 
And, and I, the only reason I know that is, is I listened to it probably a dozen times on the treadmill, oh. trying to hear, you know, and, oh, and, you, and, and you touched on telomeres. Uh -huh. and, you, and you mentioned that could be, you said, this could be the fountain of youth. And you said that in, yeah. in, in, that, in that discussion. Can you send me that link? And what I'll do is do a fresh recording of that lecture. Because I got all those lectures stored. Oh, I, I, I have to find it. I, I want to say this is like, you know, this is 2014, 15. I came back and I was like, okay, what has he got? What can I listen to? But if it's I'm going to be on there, the treadmill. I need to listen to it. We should be able to retrieve yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I'll search it. I'll, I'll search and look for it. But it, was, it, it, it wasn't recorded. The quality wasn't there. Yeah. But, but I, could oh. hear, I could hear what you were saying, and I just needed to hear it over and over. Because so, I wanted to get the terminology you know, clear in my mind what you were saying. I can go dig that up. Let me know. Because that was years I, ago. It had to be. That's okay. I'll go back and look in, so you think uh, in the 2014 era, because I've got- I'm, I'm listening the, to it in 2014. Oh, okay. I don't know, it was, it was recorded well May before that. Maybe the A4M one. It might have been, because it was medical students. The way you were talking to them, you were mentioning something about, they, they certainly had a medical background. It wasn't a you know, general popu population ah, okay. at all. That might have been to LSU, uh, to the emergency medicine. I give an introductory lecture to them, incoming uh, interns. Well, you use the term, it, this could be the fountain of youth. And now, yeah. of course, you got, you know, Shea of Friday, is that how you say it? Yeah. You know, the Israelis are, you know, coming up with a protocol and, and they're, they're, you know, they're, they're documenting this and they've, they've come up with their, um, their treatments down at the villages here in the U.S., right? You know, and, and, uh, and so, yeah. you know, for me, it's like, okay, none of that is new. The Buffalo VA, there was a Dr. Jacobson published a whole series of articles. They're, they're like 13, 15 articles on dementia uh, leading up into the 70s. And, and the Buffalo VA one was done on an inpatient unit of these old veterans that they finally had to cage, you know, and, and because of the wandering and all the rest of this stuff. They did the study on them. And what ended up happening, it was positive. These guys had an improvement in, in their cognition. But the other thing that happened is their nature came alive. They were grabbing the nurses and propositioning them and so on. And that was one of the reasons they didn't do a follow-up study on it there. And here they had all these guys in this place, and now they're you know, going after all the nurses. It's like, what do we do? Well, it, it goes to the whole erectile dysfunction thing as well. Yeah, yeah, we, we should, probably should touch on that because that'll bring in business.